Welcome, my name is Andrew and this is the Hootout Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So we have a packed episode for this week and look, even though it's the off season, a lot of things have happened. The Senior Bowl and Pro Bowl was this weekend. I mean, there were a lot of rumors this weekend about Jimmy Graham possibly coming back. It kind of was closed up today by a report that we're going to get in a little later. Also, more news and really a report about the whole situation with the penalty. More stuff came out with that. Um, Adam Schefter reported an interesting note. And then also we are going to be recapping the 2018 season and previewing the 2019 offseason for the quarterback group. We're going to do this basically for every group that we've went through, like during the group-by-group previews and recaps. So basically, we're just going to do that to recap and also preview this offseason. And I think the quarterback's a very, very interesting group, and it should be a lot of fun. So I just wanted to start out this episode that I think the Saints, they can go really two pathways um, during this offseason. You can go a more conservative route, and then you can go a more aggressive route. And I think we're going to find early which way they're going to go. And it, it's just, I think, the two ways that these this team can go. And I think they can easily go both ways. Like, I don't know which way they'll go. Um, I trust them going either way. But you can go more conservative. And really, you can re-sign the free agents that, um, because we have a lot of free agents. If you can re-sign those guys, look, that's obviously really good. You go out, you re-sign Mark Ingram. Maybe you re-sign Tyler Davidson. You re-sign Will Lux, Justin Hardy. Bring everyone back and just hope that you can do this again. Um, have another great season like you did in 2018, and then you pay Drew Brees back fully. You get basically full stock back up in draft picks. You don't trade anything else, and you just maybe not have the best year with picking up talent. You pick up a couple of fringe free agents, you know, recoup your cap, and then, you know, you just call it an offseason and go in with the, basically the same team. Like, you can do that. And, look, I wouldn't fault the Saints. It sets their future up really nicely because then you would have the cap to – you resign uh, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamari. Maybe you resign Michael Thomas during this offseason. Um, you really just focus on the players you have in this locker room. And it's not that you're not getting better, but it's it's like basically you're just hoping that players get, get better, basically, because we have a lot of young players. They get better with experience, and hopefully we can have the same, you know, talent. And maybe that's not like, look, same record, same that type of thing. And maybe that's not um, the most glamorous thing. And fans, obviously, you're going to want to go for the all-in which I think the Saints can just go, you know, 100% put the chips on the table and just completely just get a lot of free agents and stuff like that. You can go that way too, which we'll get in very soon. But to me, they can play it more conservative. Mickey Loomis has played a conservative in the past, so it wouldn't shock me if he did this. But really, you go in with Drew Brees, you just basically, we have, I would say, like, you get your guys back from injury. You have uh, Patrick Robinson back. Maybe you re-sign P.J. Williams even after he has the DUI charge. And you just... Go in there and just like, look, we're going to come in with the exact same team. This team was, should have been the Super Bowl, and we're just going to try to get there this year. Hopefully, you know, we have guys progress, and then that's what you do. Or, which I think is extremely interesting, this team has the potential to go out in free agency and be really, really aggressive and get stars. They have the real opportunity to do that. So right now, they only have like $19 million in cap, which is not a lot. It's not. So, um, look, it's bottom, probably bottom 10 in the league. But the Saints, they can restructure a ton of contracts. They can technically push back Drew Brees' money. He has a $10 million roster bonus that's there right now that we have to pay him by March 15th. 
Maybe you tell Breeze, look, we'll give it to you all next year. You could retire, not retire. We'll give you $20 million next year. Um, we we want to win right now. This is our year. Um, you can take $10 million right there, and then we, we would have, like, $30 million in cap. You can restructure Cam Jordan, restructure Taron Armstead. Then we would have, like, f- almost $40 million in cap. You could restructure other people. You could have 40 or more in cap. That's a lot, I feel like. And that's, a, that's the most the Saints had in a really long time. You can go out and sign – very good veteran players, or even you can trade for veteran players as well. But looking at it, there are a lot of look. You maybe you get a defensive tackle because you know Sheldon Rankins. We don't know when he's going to be back. Question mark for sure. So maybe you go back and you just say, look, maybe we go out. It looks like the Bucks are going to um, cut Gerald McCoy. Maybe we go get Gerald McCoy. Maybe you go and get Ndamukong Sue. Um, it's just it's an option. I feel like it's good to have those options you could do that maybe you get someone in the secondary maybe you get the honey badger maybe you know even though the packers seem like they're going to keep jimmy graham now maybe you go trade for jimmy graham maybe you trade for another tight end that's available um maybe you trade up in the draft and get you know your star or whatever and i think the saints can do that and become really successful maybe you get a star wide receiver maybe you go out and get a golden tape maybe you trade for a player maybe maybe i'm crazy but maybe you go get antonio brown like i don't i wouldn't get antonio brown but maybe the Saints, we're going to go all in. We're going to try it. That's a possibility. I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Saints completely go all for broke this year. It's not in their DNA. They usually don't do it. But this is probably it for Drew Brees. One, maybe two more years. And then we would have to find a new QB. So you could either play for the future, play for that QB, play for an unknown. Because you don't really know what the QB is going to be. Maybe it's Teddy Bridgewater. Maybe you re-sign him. Maybe you get a QB in like next year's draft. Maybe you get one late this year. But to me, I feel like the Saints, they can go either way, and it wouldn't surprise me either way. And I wouldn't be mad either way. Like, if the Saints just, you know, went all in, I think everyone would be really excited. If the Saints played conservative, maybe some people would be a a little angry. But look, if the Saints, I mean, it's just, you can easily, this team and you can have the cap can go all in. Mickey Loomis said it. The cap won't hinder us from winning um games or picking up players the, the, the cap won't be that problem there are you know maybe there are other reasons but to get players and to make this team better and ultimately win games the cap won't be the problem with that so i think that's just really interesting i wanted to start off with that but we're going to get right into the news and really the first news um headline for this week is that the senior bowl was this weekend and look a lot of talent was there from the draft a lot of seniors were there and to me it was centralized in two places during practice and in the games, and it was at skill positions, which I'm just looking at wide receivers, and then also in the lines. And to me, in the game, what showed out was the defensive lines and then the wide receivers. To me, after that, the some quarterbacks played really good. And then besides that, an offensive lineman, same thing. But to me, linebackers I didn't really like, running backs I didn't really like, back end wasn't that good. But to me, I was looking at certain players, and I did tweet them out, but first, looking at some wide receivers, um, Keelan Doss from UC Davis. Now he's going to be a guy that probably falls. He's a uh, you know Division two, uh, not Division two, but an FCS player um, from you know California Davis, and he is a great route runner. And um, he wants to stay in UC Davis to build their program. And he's a great route runner. I think he does lack in speed a little bit. Um, that separation ability, which is, I don't think the Saints will pick him, but I do really like his talent. And I think the Saints have enough of those guys. Like if the Saints didn't have Michael Thomas, I would say pick them if they didn't have a Keith Kirk it seems like they have similar guys there already so I think look I don't think he's like a bad receiver and I don't think 
they, I think he's going to be really good. Like, I, I think he could be a, a find of, you know, diamond in the rough. And um, but I just don't think the Saints are going to pick him. And uh, why am I bringing him up? Because, look, if the Saints picked him, I'd be very happy. I really liked all his techniques. It was just, it was a good performance by him. Also, I was looking at a player that I think the Saints likely, not likely, because I don't think any player is likely to pick, but I think the Saints may pick is Terry McLaurin from Ohio State, number one Ohio State player, and he's a speedster. And I think the Saints need that. And even if he's not, you know, 100%, he's raw. He definitely is. He's not, like, groomed 100%. But the Saints need that speed receiver. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints go in the draft and pick him up. I mean, also, another slot receiver is Andy Isabella from UMass. I think he's kind of like a Cole Beasley-type player, which I think is, again, interesting stuff there. I really liked McLaurin I like the most because I think the Saints – I think he's a possibility for the Saints. Same with um, Debo Samuel. These players, speed receivers – I think they have a knack of getting open and you can get them the ball and they'll make plays. And I think even though, you know, they are a little raw, I think they can, especially Sean Payton and Drew Brees can make these guys into real, you know, talents. I, I really do believe that. Looking at the defensive line, I really liked Kalen San- Sanders, excuse me. Um, he was winning a lot. Like first, his wife had a baby or a fiance had a baby during the week of practice and he didn't leave. So that, that's how he kind of made headlines. But um when looking at it, I know he's coming from a small FCS school, but I really think he can be a really good talent, maybe even a plug-and-play guy. He, I, I think he's going to be a really good player in this league, and um, maybe it takes him a few games, a few, maybe even a year or two, but I think I do think that he has a really good talent, and I'm not going to stay away from that plug-and-play guy. Maybe for the Saints, he wouldn't be a plug-and-play guy, but uh, for other teams, and I think he could just, his technique... The way he's able to, like, he's a big guy, 300 pounds, and he can get by offensive linemen with ease. He was, I mean, splash plays he was making. Really nice job from him. Also, Charles Omaniu from Texas. I mean, I hope I'm saying his name right, so if I didn't, excuse me there. But, uh, he, again, he has a very high motor. You could just see it. He works hard every second he's on that field. You could see he's definitely looking for sacks. You know, he had a couple of, they're probably covered sacks, but he'll look. Getting a sack is a sack. Um, to not give up on a play, I really liked what I saw out of him. Some good moves. And then also from Louisiana Tech, Jalen Ferguson. Again, he had a couple speed rushes. Just really nice technique, really nice job by him. To me, the defensive line on both sides completely, they, they starred. And then when you're looking at QBs, which I think is what the national media is going to look at, to me, everyone was in on like the underhand pass by a quarterback and like you know, a couple of big plays by other players. But to me, the two quarterbacks that actually stuck out to me that could be maybe I don't know if the Saints will pick them but I think they'll be good QBs I really like Daniel Jacobs out of Duke he had I mean technique again really good he stands in the pocket pocket passer I like pocket passers and I think that he's kind of that prototype player and I think he could be successful in the NFL he's he started I believe three or four years with Duke I think maybe I don't think he's a plug and play guy I think he has a little room to work in but I think for the Saints like one, two years. Like, he's probably ready to go. I don't know if you want to pick him with that second-round pick. I don't think he'll be available in the second round. But I, I think he could be an opportunity. I think he could be the player to replace Breeze, and I wouldn't be mad at that. Like, and it's tough because you now got to talk about replacing Drew Breeze. But if they came in with this guy, I wouldn't be mad. I think he's got a lot of good attributes that will make him good. And then also, if the Saints wanted a project two, three years down the line, um, Tyree Johnson, I believe his name is from Buffalo. Look, I think he has some, he's his arm, he's cannon. And I think that he's 
some great attributes to him. He's a playmaker, but he has a very long motion, and you would have to cut that, make it shorter for him to be successful in the league. That's just how I felt. But overall, the senior bowl, to me, just, again, I feel like when you're looking at offensive line dominated, defensive line dominated, and then also, um, but really the lines themselves, you saw a lot of talent there. And then quarterbacks, I thought you saw some talent, and wide receivers. Tight ends, look, the tight ends, it's a very good class, but those players didn't play in the senior bowl because they are really juniors and um, that are coming out early. So the senior bowl, they, they're not eligible to play in the senior bowl. But to me, that's just what I felt from the senior bowl there. I mean, the Pro Bowl was this week, the weekend. The AFC won 26-7, and I'm not going to touch on this long. But to me, I, I just don't think that the Pro Bowl should be in Orlando anymore. I mean, look, it was like basically half empty. It was a very, very sloppy game. Didn't look, look like an all-star game, excuse me. Um, you had a lot of, not, a lot of that, not that many fans there. And, and it was raining. It was 50 degrees. Very sloppy play on both sides. And I know the AFC won, but it just didn't seem like a Pro Bowl. A Pro Bowl, a lot of good players. I mean, and it's just really getting to what the NFL Pro Bowl is. It's just there's a ton of pe- replacements. So why are we even play? Look, look, I understand the Pro Bowl. And look, I was a proponent of it last week. I think players should play in it. But if players are not going to play in it, why are we playing it? Um, if you're not going to have your star players, I mean, look, Tom Brady, he's made like 14 Pro Bowls. His last Pro Bowl he's played was in 2005. And, and you just see that. You're not having the best players in the league play. So why are we playing it? Maybe it's at this time. Maybe you put it, maybe not mid-year, but to me, it's just, it's very, and I don't even understand why you put it before the Super Bowl because you're not having the teams in the Super Bowl play, which, I mean, look, both teams, whoever they are, they're going to have a lot of Pro Bowlers because they're in that spot. So to me, that's just what I felt there quickly. Maybe you put him back Hawaii. Maybe you put it at a different time of the year. But uh, to me, it's just, and I, I, I don't really, look, usually you usually get some, you know, fun out of it or whatever. To me, there was really no fun this year. Um, Alan Kamara had a nice rush in the Pro Bowl. That was kind of interesting. But uh, besides that, not that much good stuff there. And then finally, our last set of news. I said last week that, you know, the rumor rail is going to start very soon. And it was basically right after I, like, published the episode. And it's Jimmy Graham. First, he was expected to be cut. But now it seems, per Ian Rappaport, that he is going to stay with the Packers. And um, look, it's obviously not for certain. But it seems like the Packers will pay him that $5 million roster bonus. And he's going to stay with the Packers. Last year, he did have a you know down year. He had 55 catches, uh, 636 yards, two TDs. He was not good. And to me, he's got to re- um, resurrect his career. Excuse me. And to me, look, he signed that. I mean, it's not a big contract, but three years, $30 million. For the Saints, it was big. Saints offered him $8 million a year. He declined that, went for $2 million more. And I don't fault him for that, but you, know, you could take from that what you want. And I think he could have um, resurrected himself to the Saints. The Saints don't want to use him. And to me, I was looking at some tape from him in 2013 compared to now. And look, his vertical, he can't run vertical really routes anymore. And and I think that's, look, it's, uh, look, he's just getting older. So for him, he can't really run those vertical routes down the field. But what he could do is his short routes, his slants, his out routes, in routes, curl routes, they're still, he can get open. And he gets open with ease, that one-on-one coverage. And um, especially with the Saints, who's in that, you know, West Coast offense, I think that's really big for the Saints. And look, I would have loved the Saints to pick him up. It doesn't look like they'll be able to get him now, which is maybe a shame. Um, a lot of Saints fans didn't want him, which, I, I look, to me, I understand that. Like, he didn't want to come to us, but I really feel like that was money. I don't feel like he doesn't like New Orleans or anything. To me, I just feel like, look, I think he could have been a really good weapon for Drew Brees. 
he, he he's just a big target and he, he gets open. And when that happens, he has a great um, knack for finding that spot in the zone. And I don't think the Packers use, used him correctly. And I know his blocking is not very good. It's on and off. It's effort-based. And that's what blocking is. It's really effort-based. And he didn't put in a lot of effort. He was frustrated. He was frustrated the whole year. And now he's going to have a chance to, you know, resurrect himself. And we'll see what he can do with Aaron Rodgers. And in the red zone, he was winning, I feel like. And they were double-teaming him. So it's, it's very hard to score touchdowns when they're double-teaming you. And then when they're not double-teaming you, Aaron Rodgers is really looking other places. Um, Aaron Rodgers is more that, and that whole offense is more of a vertical offense. While Jimmy Graham, I don't think, is a vertical tight end anymore. So that's just what I feel there. I mean, look, I would have loved him to see with New Orleans this year because I feel like he would be able to, for his career, I think he would have a really good year, I think, and he would be able to score a lot of touchdowns. And it takes, I think it would make the Saints a lot better, but it doesn't look like that will come. So now, what's going to happen with that tight end position? Because we got you got to upgrade it. You can't have Josh Hill, Dan Arnold come in. So you could go through the draft, but to me, you don't go through the draft. And um, look, a lot of people are going to say, otherwise but to me i just think it's best that you go through either a trade or a free agency and look i would love to get jared cook but i don't think he's leaving that john gruden system that look he's going to get money off of it his market value is about 7.1 million and that's the highest to I me mean, that is the best um tight end there maybe you go for tyler eifert who signed a one-year five million dollar deal last year to me i think you can get him even cheaper because he got hurt cj uzma um also from the Bengals. Another interesting player. And then Jesse James is the young player who I think can grow the most, but he's more of a Ben Watson type tight end, which is not bad. Like if they got Jesse James and then you have Josh Hill and then you also have Dan Arnold, you're probably not in bad shape. But to me, I just, I think Jimmy Graham, obviously I think he's the best tight end out of the bunch. And can they draft him and he have major impact? But usually tight ends do not have major impact right out of the draft. And we saw it um, this year too. Everyone's saying, oh, Dallas Goddard had a really good year. He really didn't. I mean, he was good at the end of the year. Um, and so was the Baltimore tight ends. But if that's at the end of the year, maybe those players come on. And then you had a lot of tight ends that didn't really come on at all. Hayden Hurst didn't really come on with the another um, tight end with the, the Ravens. Didn't really come on that much. Even a couple years ago with O.J. Howard, he didn't have a good year. He had a good year last year, but he, had a good, he didn't have a good year his first year. So to me, if the Saints are going – and you'll see it. If the Saints are going all in, they'll get a free agent uh, tight end. And if they don't go and, and they're just going to play it back, they'll probably pick a tight end in the second round. And then you have that tight end. Hopefully you can build them for the future. And I'm not saying both sides are bad, but if you're going to go all in, I would have picked um, I would have picked up a tight end here. And Jimmy Graham would be a perfect player for that. And even if Jimmy Graham, even if you're not going all in, I think you can get Jimmy Graham on the relatively cheap side. But that's just what I feel there. I mean, look, I think Jimmy Graham would have been a really nice fit for our team. But um, you have a lot of options. It's not like this is the only option. You could also get trades. You don't know who's going to be up, up for grabs. But I, I think very interesting. But just the whole Saints offseason, you go either way. And it's too early to really tell. And I wouldn't be surprised. You go through the tight end. It's a very deep tight end class. You can get a great tight end in the second round. So, look. Or maybe you trade up and get a tight end. I, you'll just – I think you'll know what the Saints are doing by free agency and who they're looking into. So, I think that wraps up our news – um, segment and now we're going to go into our main segment is that the QB group recap preview for the offseason so to me looking at the three Saints quarterbacks obviously Breeze uh, Teddy Bridgewater last year and then Taysom Hill Breeze in 15 games he threw for 3,992 yards he was 74.4% completion percentage that's obviously really good best of his career best of all time 32 touchdowns 5 picks it's the least amount of picks he's thrown with the Saints um, 682 QBR, 
115 passer rating. All that stuff is just really, really good by Breeze. But the one thing people were saying was that Breeze is deteriorating, especially at the end of the year, and I just don't see that. Um, I went through the tape. Um, I just got NFL Game Pass. So to me, it's, it's going to be a great tool for everyone because now I'm going to be able to get more accurate content for you guys. So and I love looking at the film. That's why you know film study to me is an option that we can go through during this offseason. But to me, looking at Breeze, and I looked at multiple games throughout the year, at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year playoffs. And um, I even looked at that Dallas game because everyone said that was the turning point. I don't think Breeze played that bad. Um, a lot of not good, cover- not good um, pass coverages, um, blocking. You saw a lot of stuff get blown up right in his face. To me, he made four bad throws in that game. That's what I thought. The pick was bad. He had a couple of throws, but the pick was the worst. But he had other bad throws. But to me, four bad throws. That's it. That's not that much. Um, that's what I felt. Going in against the Steelers, I think he played an amazing game against the Steelers. Another game I looked at. His, to me, is the most underrated game that people are not going to talk about. But watching this film, it was like a mastery. It was the game against the, the Ravens. Wow. I think you just, when you look at it, you're like looking at the film. The stuff that he's able to do at his age, he was 39 at that point. Really, really good stuff. And and th- that that's just what I feel about um, Drew Brees there. I think he's I, I think he's fine. And I think that he'll be able to play two more years. And I don't think he's deteriorating. Look, his deep ball is deteriorating, I'll say it. But that's not going to hinder him as a quarterback. It's, it's not that it's he's an awful deep ball thrower now. He's just not top five. And I know Saints fans may not be used to that, but I think he could still throw it. I mean, you saw with the Ginn throw. It wasn't the... Best throw, but it wasn't the worst throw. They still completed the pass. Um, but they don't have to throw 50 yards. They can throw 30, 20, and he's doing it with precision. You have the wide receivers not to go deep, but you have wide receivers to possession receivers. You have a lot of possession receivers on this team. I think the Saints should use that to their advantage. So that's why I feel like with Breeze. I, I do not move on from Breeze this year. Uh, to me, I don't draft QB this year. Maybe if you're sold on like a Daniel Jacobs, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is going top five to me. Or top six. To me, he's. I think he's a great prospect. Um, I think he's. I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. And I think people are comparing him to Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think you're wrong with that comparison. But I don't think the Saints will be able to get him. So you know what it is. It is what it is. But to me, I just feel like this year you just wait. If you want to re-sign Teddy Bridgewater, if you feel like you're going to get the right deal for him and you like him for the future, that's fine. I'd be fine with that. Look, but this year I don't want to hear that Drew Brees was deteriorating because. I just, I just didn't think so. In the playoffs, I, I just think the Rams, it wasn't, because I think against the Eagles, he played really good. Um, a couple throws here or there, again, but nothing awful. And Eagles, he just, and not Eagles, excuse me, the Ram game, to me, first half was great. Second half, even the beginning of the second half was good. And just, he didn't have the best um, fourth quarter. I mean, he had an amazing throw again, and it almost won them the game. But to me, and it wasn't just Drew Brees, I thought Sean Payton made some bad calls too. So, um, look, as much as I think that Breeze did not have his best game, I'm not saying that he played good against the Rams up to his standards, but I don't think he played bad. Um, I thought he played about average. B. That's what, and that's what I said, and I'm going to stick to that, a- even after seeing the film. I think that he's definitely a solid. I think he played solid. Now, look, he didn't win them the game. And, look, they should have won the game with the referees, but um, to me, he played good enough to win, but he didn't play like – like vintage Drew Brees like he did against the Baltimore game or against like the Redskins or the first Rams game. So I think that's it, it's definitely interesting. When you're looking at Teddy Bridgewater, he did have the one game against the Panthers. 
and he was 14 of 23, 118 yards, but I'm not really going to judge him on that game, and I'm not going to even look into that film. I didn't, I didn't even want to because he's playing with backup offensive linemen, not really the really the backup um, wide receivers to Michael Thomas in and out a lot of the game. And to me, again, I just think he could be a really good QB with Sean Payton. Um, he's a pocket passer, which I know Sean Payton likes. I think he could make plays with his feet. I think we saw that in that game. Um, I think with Mike Thomas, with the right tools around him, I think we can still win with him. And he's he's a good enough player to do that. Um, look, is he going to be that um, throw the ball like Drew Brees, 5,000-yard seasons? Probably not. But people said that about Drew Brees going to New Orleans. We don't know. All we know is that he did go to the playoffs with the Vikings, and that wide receiving core was not good. They obviously had Adrian Peterson, but the other pieces around him were not the best. He should have won the game because Blair Walsh misses a chip shot field goal, and he would have won a playoff game. So to me, is he a viable transition? Yeah, I think he can. we can transition from Breeze to Bridgewater, and I wouldn't be mad. I don't think a lot of other fans would be mad, especially if Breeze maybe plays two years, maybe we get a Super Bowl out of it. You know, knock on wood for sure now. So hard to get there, as we've seen. If the Saints can do that in the next one to two years and Bridgewater returns, I think I'm fine with that. But I think the option that they should take is they should draft a QB in the next two years. Whoever that is, look, obviously you don't really know that much. You're looking at Trevor Lawrence, you're looking at Tua from Alabama. But look, those players probably go in number one in their both of their drafts, respectively. You're probably not going to be able to get those players. So now we're going to have to look at other guys. Maybe get Jake Fromm out of Georgia. If he falls, I think he could be a really good QB. And I think that's what the Saints do. I think you draft a QB. I would like Sean Payton to groom a QB, which you could maybe say he groomed Drew Brees. But to me, I want to see Sean Payton pick a QB because he hasn't had to do it and have it succeed. Maybe that's this year. Maybe you go with the second round, you pick Drew Brees' replacement. I don't think you do, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if they did. Maybe they get a Daniel Jacobs type player. Maybe get a Will Greer which I don't think he played that good in the um, Senior Bowl, but he played great with West Virginia. Um, to me, I think that's what you do. Bridgewater, he's gonna you, you'll, you'll be able to win with him, with this team. Rookies, maybe you'll have to wait a little bit. Which is, again, that's just all stuff that the Saints have to pick. But to me, I would draft QB. And maybe you have to wait one year, but maybe you don't. Maybe he comes in and is a really good QB, and you can win with him right now, especially with the team you have. Um, it's like a Mahomes thing. Maybe it's a Mahomes scenario. You pick a QB, just like the uh, Kansas City, 10th pick of the draft. Maybe the Saints do it next year. If they have, maybe you have, you know, a first-round pick. You move up a couple spots. You get to, like, that 20, 19, 18 range. You get the QB you want. You get your Mahomes type. I'm not saying he's going to be Patrick Mahomes, but maybe you get that player, that QB, and you play Drew Brees next year, and then the final year, Brees retires. We have our next QB, and it's all good. I do think... The Saints are in a good spot. I still think Drew Brees next year, I think he's going to be that MVP-type quarterback like he was this year. And I think that he's going to have a chance to bring the Saints back to a Super Bowl. And I really do. And I, and that's why I feel like the Saints have Drew Brees, and he's playing at that high level. Um, I think that they'll be able to have a chance at the Super Bowl. Now, look, I think that Drew Brees will come back strong. Now, we don't really know, and we won't know until next year, September. We're hoping that he's not like a Peyton Manning, you know, drop off the cliff like that. I don't think he will be. Like, I really don't. I don't see it. I really don't see it. Maybe his deep ball's deteriorating a little bit. But look, every player, every quarterback, you don't have to be successful with throwing those 50-yard bombs. Sean Payton saw it this year. You didn't have to. We don't have the receivers, as I said earlier. Maybe you get those receivers, and then maybe you have a little of an issue. But I don't think the Saints even will. I can see the Saints getting a Des Bryant, 
Des Bryant's not, again, not a deep ball receiver. Um, and I would sign Des Bryant, but uh, th- that, that's just what I feel. I feel like if you maybe the quarterback is in the building with Teddy Bridgewater, you re-sign him. First of all, obviously, you see what he wants. Um, if he wants to come back, like a five years, $50 million is what we originally gave Drew Brees, actually. I would say, come on, let's, let's do it. Um, I would completely do that. And then you have three years of your quarterback only making $10 million. Now, look, obviously, you're overpaying for a backup quarterback this year. Or maybe you put a salary a little down this year, like $5 million this year, and then you pay it through him. So maybe like the next two years or however long he's a backup, it's two years, $10 million or something, two years, $8 million. And then you give him $15 million when he's going to be the starter. And that would still be, especially with Drew Brees' cap at $33 million this year, that would still be $18 million off. And you know what you could do with $18 million? Maybe you give 10 of it to Alvin Kamara in a deal, or maybe you give it to uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Maybe you give it to a Sheldon Rankins. Maybe you could do so many things with $18 million. Maybe you give it to other free agents to pick up. And to me, that's what the Saints could do with that. Or you sign a quarterback or you draft a QB. Obviously, quarterbacks are even cheaper than $15 million, And you can have like $30 million to sign all the players around you. And you could have a cheap, hopefully good quarterback. I trust Sean Payton to pick a QB. But that's what I feel like in the future. The Saints could go up and sign Teddy Bridgewater long term. If they don't, I wouldn't expect them. Let's say they don't get Teddy Bridgewater. I wouldn't expect them to pick a QB in the draft. I'd be very surprised unless they moved up. If they moved up to the first round, I'd maybe think maybe they're picking a QB. But even that, I just don't think that's going to happen there so with all that said i think it's time to wrap up this podcast if you enjoyed this episode and just enjoy this podcast as a whole and you haven't followed us on our various accounts you can follow us on twitter at the who that this on instagram at who that discussion on podomatic at the who that discussion and then also you could subscribe to our youtube channel our google play channel our itunes channel and our spotify channel at the who that discussion on all those sites please comment uh, like, rate, review, all that stuff's really, really helpful. And then also, we did run a poll, so if you haven't voted on that, please vote it. It's on Twitter about really what we're going to do during the offseason. Right now, two episodes are waiting. So if you guys like the two episodes, definitely I'm fine with that. Um, on Instagram, the poll's already over. I'll maybe put up another one between the film study and two our, uh, episodes, and then we'll see who wins from those two because um, what I think I may do because – Instagram on Instagram it um the film study one and then it seems like on Twitter the um two episodes is gonna win maybe we're gonna do the two episodes but every now and then maybe during the weekends we'll put a film study up or maybe you know I was looking at film on like the certain groups that you know we're doing all these uh, recaps and previews during the off season and I just found something really interesting I would just you know do it real quick and get it up there and just have some more content like I I think that would be a good option as well look I would love to do a film study every week but I'm open. I also love doing two episodes a week. So to me, just putting out content and I just love to do that. I was thinking maybe to spice things up, but if you guys like the two episodes, I am definitely, you know, down with that really good stuff. And I think that's what maybe we'll do. If it's kind of like this, I'm going to put, you know, more polls up. If it's between those two, um, you know, mediums, either having two episodes or having the one episode plus the one film study. And I think that could be an option as well. It seems like a lot of people like film studies. So Look, even if the two episodes um, win out the polls, I think I'll put up a film study every once in a while. Maybe it's not once a week, but maybe it's like once every two weeks, twice a month, maybe three times a month, whatever it is. And I know those are a little harder to make. So we're going to definitely exploring those avenues. I think I'm going to learn how to make one. I think we'll definitely have a couple of them by the end of this offseason, but I think we'll just see. 
Um, I think, you know, if I was going to do a film study this week, it would either probably been on like a Jimmy Graham type player or because, but now I wouldn't do it on Jimmy Graham because he's probably not coming to the Saints or a Drew Brees because I think that his tape this year, especially in that first, even at the end of the season, really good stuff. And I don't think that Saints fans should like be alarmed by his play. And I really do think that, um, look, overall, um, I just feel like this offseason, like as I said earlier, it could really go both ways. And I, I just feel like I want to know what you guys think. So what do you guys think we're going to do in this offseason? You can comment down below. You can um, send us an email um, at thehootatdiscussion at gmail.com. Send us questions, questions about the offseason. You know, I just want to know what you guys think. Um, look, all the best, everyone. If anyone's watching the Super Bowl, I probably won't be uh, watching the Super Bowl this weekend. Maybe uh, um, I just don't think so. It's probably not going to happen for me. To me, I just really don't want to get upset, mad about the play. Um, I really want to get in the play this week. Just really quickly, the NFL, they did put something out. Um, not the NFL, but Adam Schefter. He had a report, multiple reports. His first report was saying that the NFL did say they were sorry to Sean Payton and Gail Benson. And then also that it came out that both, all four of the referees were from Southern California, and the NFL was upset by that. And the competition committee will be looking into that in the offseason. So, look, I don't think the Saints will be getting any draft picks or anything, but I think that was kind of interesting. The NFL, they said they effed it up. Um, that's exactly their exact words. They effed it up. That's what they said, and that's what they're kind of saying. They did in response to that lawsuit by Saints fans, which I think that was a success. I mean, you got the NFL to say a statement on it. So it's, I think that's really good stuff by you know all the Saints fans. And they did say that they messed it up, and they said that it wasn't – and they can't change back the game – because whatever the rules, and they are right. Their articles say that they can't make it back because of a bad call. But they did say we messed up the play, and that's really it. They kind of admitted to it. So, um, and they they were saying it was maybe didn't impact fully, but they at least you know they said they messed it up. So I think that's good stuff there. But uh, I don't think we can really look what Drew Brees said said it best. Drew Brees, I'm not, look, I'm not going to read for word for word, but he was saying like you, you got to bounce back from it. He's going to bounce back from it. The team will. And I think all the fans got to do too. And you got to cheer the Saints on by doing that. And you just got to look at the offseason now. And look, I know it's kind of maybe not a good time for a lot of Saints fans. No football now. Now it's really on to other sports. I know New Orleans and basketball, not the best right now with Anthony Davis. But you got you to look at the Saints free agent. Look, we can have $40 million in cap. That would be the most in a very long time. Probably since the 2009 area because we usually have nothing in cap and we were in cap hell for a lot of years and now 40 million is a lot last year we had like 25 to think about it really and then that was after drew Brees. i think it was like 2025 and we got to mario davis patrick robinson um look we got good players out of we got Cameron meredith and look i know those players aren't great but double that and think you could either get double those players or get really uh, good players the saints were in on a lot of players too so it could be really interesting i Obviously, we're going to be looking out for more rumors. Um, maybe um, we're going to start putting out stuff after rumors come out, and maybe that we'll do videos like that too. I think that could be really interesting there. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, prove them right, and who that?